Welcome to the podcast for North Decatur Presbyterian Church. We are a Presbyterian USA congregation located in Decatur, Georgia. You can find out more information about the church, our service to the community, and our great education programs for children, youth, and adults at ndpc.org. And you can follow us on Facebook. If you're in the Atlanta area, we hope you'll come and join us in person. That's it. On to this week's scripture and sermon. I thought I'd stay outside in the garden this morning to record the sermon. It was fun to sit here and share that story with you. But what a hard and sad ending that is to a story that begins so well. Adam and Eve seem so happy in the garden where God put them. They are surrounded by nature. They have good work to do. They have life to share with one another. And then the crafty snake comes along. They make one mistake and they are banished from the garden forever. It's not a happy story, but it is a good story. We know what it feels like to be condemned to live in a world that is not the world that God first intended. Our world most days, and especially now, feels like a shadow of Eden. We have a memory of when ours was a better world, or perhaps that's not a memory, maybe a dream of the world that lies ahead by God's grace. All of you can identify with Adam and with Eve, caught doing something you shouldn't have done. Guilt is a bad feeling. Adam and Eve start to feel it even before they get caught. Remember, right after they ate the fruit, the story says that all of a sudden they felt ashamed for being naked. They'd always been happy in their bodies. They'd never even noticed. But after they ate the fruit that they shouldn't have eaten, they felt vulnerable and exposed. They rushed to make clothes out of leaves as though that would help. I cannot imagine that those leaf clothes made them feel any more secure inside. Our transgressions do leave us feeling exposed, not outside inside. When God came around later that evening, Adam and Eve tried to hide. I guess they don't know yet that there is no place that we can go to hide from God. They wanted to hide their whole selves from God. They took something from God, something holy. They knew it. Yes, they took the fruit that they should not have eaten, but they took something more. They took away trust. God had given them not only the garden, not only good work, not only each other. God gave them trust that they would keep the limits that God had set. God trusted them to know that because you can do something doesn't always mean that you should. God trusted them to trust in God. That trust is what they took. Trust takes years to build. It can be shattered in an instant, 
and it can take a whole lifetime to repair. Now we assume that God knows everything, right? So when we listen to this story, we assume that God knows where Adam and Eve are at all times and also what they have done. But notice that God doesn't call them out. God doesn't take them to task after they eat the fruit and yell, Adam, Eve, get out here and explain yourselves. Not that I've done that before. God simply asks them, Adam, Eve, where are you? Where are you? That's an important question, especially when it's God doing the asking. Where are you? Is not a question of geography. I'm in Georgia. I'm here under this bush. It's an existential question. What's going on with your heart and with your spirit? Where are you? And is it where I have called you to be? Instead of immediately leveling judgment and condemnation, God seems to first ask us, where are you? This question aims toward truth-telling. It aims toward honesty and accountability. It's a question that aims to preserve our relationship with God. Now, Adam is honest. He says to God, I heard you coming, I was afraid, and I hid. Shame and guilt send us all into hiding. We can spend months or years, we can spend a lifetime hiding from what we have done and hiding from the people whom we have done it to. This week, the civil uprisings around racial injustice in our nation continue And some of you have courageously named your shame or guilt about being white. Some of us white folk have been hiding for too long behind myths that we think will cover us. The myth that the American dream is available to everyone. The myth that tells us everything we have, we deserve. The myth that says the police only ever use force on bad people. Just like the evening breeze blew through the Garden of Eden when God walked through that evening, the winds of justice are blowing through every city and household, every soul in this country. And a voice is calling out, where are you? Where are you? So what is your answer to that question today? My colleague Michael Linval has rightly said that the story of Adam and Eve is not a story about how things once were. It's not a story that tells us how things got to be the way they are today. The story is a description of how God is, how we behave, and how things in the world are now. 
what does happen after we break trust with God, after we break trust with each other? Do we hide away in guilt or shame? Do we blame someone else? Do we resist accountability? Do we pout or rage or sulk or make enemies? Or do we come out of our hiding? Do we confess to what we've done and stay in the relationship? The value of trust in every relationship is often known most fully in the breaking of that trust. When it's broken, do we give up on that precious and precarious and beautiful thing called trust, or do we hold fast to it and, and commit to the slow and steady work of trust repair day after day after day? To Adam and Eve, do you think, do they let their mutual betrayal destroy their relationship? Or do they build anew east of Eden, wiser and more caring for their mutual knowledge of how easy it is for even the strongest relationship to be undermined? And what about our relationship with God? What about your relationship with God? The story ends with our punishment, our banishment from the beautiful place. So what do we do now? Will we rage at God for having the gall to set and enforce limits? Or will we recognize that God still, even today, showers us with gifts, with a garden to live in, with life and breath, with love and freedom? Every day God gives these things to you. Will you come out of your hiding? Will you stay in relationship with God? Will you keep growing and keep becoming a human being who is trustworthy? Now, there's a lot of Bible that comes after this story of Adam and Eve, and I don't want to spoil it for you, but I can say one thing. God, no matter what we do, never stops trusting us. God never stops believing that you are worthy of God's trust and love. Let that be a good word for you today from this, the best story ever. Let the people of God say amen.